Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We go to the Brown and Coupon Celebrity Line and across the state getting ready for the Cards and the Royals tonight is Mike Claiborne of the Cardinal Broadcast Crew. Had a chance to stop by their booth yesterday and say hi to everybody, and I appreciate Michael welcoming me in. And, of course, great things happening with ClaibsOnline.com with the dropping of the Joe West podcast. Good morning, Michael. How you doing? I am doing well. I'm over here in Kansas City, and the weather is about as good as it is in St. Louis right now. So other than that, everything else is good. Well, Klebs, let's start with the Blues. A great performance from the Blues last night to open up their series versus the Minnesota Wild. Ville Husso with the shutout. And I saw you tweeting last night saying that Game 3 is going to be the key for you, but you had to like what you saw out of the Blues last night. Love what I saw last night. It, it was it was great. Uh, they were good in all three zones. And, and the reason why I said Game 3 is because you, you expect Minnesota to come back with a better effort in, in Game 2. And you, you can't take anything for granted, you know, because if they get a little momentum, all of a sudden we, they've turned the series around. And while the Blues have dominated them this year, uh, you just never know. It's the playoffs and you get a bad call or somebody has an injury and all of a sudden you're playing back to even Steven again. So they, they have a chance to really put a dagger into this team if they can, you know, everybody wants to split. But, you know, as well as they played, I don't know, Michelle, they, they can they can either go seven games here or they can be over in five. Claves, with our history, watching Mike Leud in the playoffs, watching Roman Turek in the playoffs, watching Brent Johnson, myriad guys, are you worried at all about Huso just because we kind of have some PTSD? You know, I think the, the answer would be yes. But, you know, Huso is a guy that, if you remember, when they drafted him, they, everybody knew this kid could play, okay? He just needed a chance. I mean, he was higher, he was greater thought of than, than Bennington was when he first came up. So it's not like he doesn't have the skill set. He just needs the experience. So my thing is, hey, don't touch him. Don't even tell him this is a playoffs. Just let him just show up and have as much fun as he had last night. And, and it was a collective effort, and it's something we've seen all year where this team plays better in front of Huso than they do Bennington. No doubt. And I don't know why, but it, it's just, it just shows. And I thought last night was a good example. What did you think of the Jared Spurgeon cross-check on Pavel Buchnevich claims? Uh, the NHL player, or excuse me, Department of Player Safety is reviewing the incident. We're going to find out more, I'm assuming, today. But Randy and I were talking about it earlier. It's a non-hockey play, and it seems like there's some intent there. I just want to get your reaction on what you think the punishment should be. Well, I thought it was frustration. I think he's, he probably should get a game because that's a dangerous that's a dangerous play he made. I mean, you know, when you cross-check a guy in the back like that as far as uh, near your Achilles tendon, I mean, there, there are some critical issues going on there. Um, but, you know, the NHL is really squirmish about suspending guys early in the playoffs. But I, I think that's one that's worthy of a game. 
Hey, Clayton, let's talk about the Cardinals. And Michelle and I mentioned earlier that if you would have told us a month ago that the strength of the Cardinals would be the pitching, and specifically the starting pitching, and the weakness would have been the offense, we just said, you're crazy. No, that's just not the way this team is set up. But right now, that's the way things are working. Yeah, you know, we went in a season, you know, you don't have Flaherty, you don't have Reyes, and you're saying, well, who's going to pitch? And the starters have just been dynamic, especially with the shortened spring training. And let's tip our cap to the bullpen and what they've been able to do. Now, they had a little bit of a rough patch in this last homestand, but overall, they've been pretty solid. Um, the offense, it just goes to show you, you can't believe everything you see in spring training. I mean, it, it's kind of gone back to what it's been in the past, uh, sporadic. And I'm not sure how you fix it at this point, but, you know, every team is going through it. I mean, there's there you look around baseball, and there are a lot of teams who you expect to be very, very good offensively. They're having the same problem. But I think as the weather warms up, I think you'll see some offenses do the same thing. Clay, somebody who doesn't have any issue with offense is Nolan Gorman, who's been great down in Memphis. If he continues to produce at this level, when do you think that the Cardinals will bring him up? I think sooner than you think, Michelle. Mm-hmm. Um just listening to John Mozeliak over the last couple of days talking about the, the progress of people within the minor league organization, and he said something to me on, on Sunday that he said, you know, we're going to start to look to move people up, you know, within the organization. So you may see some guys from Class A moving to Double A, but he said, and that, you know, he said that could include this club. And I kind of thought about it, so I asked him, I saw him yesterday, and I said, hey, you know, are we ready to do that? He said, well, you know what, we're looking for results, and we have to find results. And so I think, Michelle, you could see something break here between now and the middle of the month, I really think. And maybe Gorman's part of that, but I think they have to be really sure that they're going to get him enough playing time. He cannot come here and just sit and watch and learn from the bench. He's got to be in the lineup. He's going to have to be able to fail a little bit, and they have to be patient with him. The, the challenge I think you have here is with his age, you don't want to ruin a guy by giving him a bad experience. But I also think you may see this. I think you're going to see maybe perhaps a rotation of left-handed hitters, be it Donovan, Newt Barr, Gorman, and maybe they all get a little taste and then go back to Memphis and hone their skill a little bit more. Uh, because once they hit that wall, they still have to continue to play, and maybe it's not here but back in Memphis. So I I think you may see the Memphis shuttle be um, restarted. Claims there are five Cardinals nominal starters that have OPSs under 500, O'Neal, Carlson, DeYoung, Dickerson, Molina. Any of those five that you aren't worried about at all? No, I, I don't. You know, I don't really worry about anybody at this time of the year. Uh, you know, Dickerson. It's you know, we. I've always thought he was a good professional hitter. Um, so I'm just giving guys time to really get into the season. Uh, I think, as I said earlier, as the weather warms up, I think you'll see some guys get in a groove, um, and, and that'll, that'll do well. I, I think there, there's one guy I'm a little concerned about is Paul DeYoung. He had a great spring. But, man, he's gone back to some of the things that got him in the position where he wasn't effective last year or the year before. And how you fix that, that that's going to be up to him. Hey, let's talk about uh, the Joe West podcast that you have at Claves Online. Yeah, we, we dropped it yesterday, and uh, we've had a really good response. And it's just Joe and I. It was the, the maiden voyage. We just shot the breeze for a while and just learned about Joe West, uh, the person as well as the umpire and all the things that he's done and, and all the people that he knows. I mean, this guy knows everyone. 
And uh, it's amazing that the people we call to ask, hey, would you mind coming on Joe West's podcast? You know what, umpires, you just never know how guys feel about you. Uh, but we've had a, a resounding yes, and I'm looking forward to everybody sharing what we've been able to do with some other people down the road. We'll find it at uh, all of Mike Claiborne's socials at Claves Online and check out the uh, the Joe West 5460 podcast. Claves have fun in Kansas City and have fun in San Francisco. Well, I don't know about Kansas City, but I'm looking forward to San Francisco. <laughs> <laughs> have a great time. Thanks for the time this morning. We appreciate it. Uh, you all have a great day. Take care. See you. That is our friend Mike Claiborne. You will hear him on the Cards and the Royals tonight on the Cardinals Radio Network. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. Your favorite band's about to play a sold-out show. You got in. Over here. With a friend. And found a spot close enough to see the set list. They're definitely playing your song. When you're with Amex, it's not if it's going to happen, but when. American Express. Don't live life without it.